Hello, Amy, and welcome to a very special edition of our Culture Conversation Series. I'm so excited to get to speak to you today. Thank you so much for your time. Um, my name is Kimberly Shimento. I'm part of the Cultural Architects, and we are interviewing our ELT members um, as sort of a short interview process. And this is a very special edition because it's you and because it's the Halloween season. So we, I can see your skulls and you're ready and I'm my witchy self and we're ready. Um, so why don't we get started? Okay, so first things first, let's get a quick introduction of you um, in case anybody hasn't had the pleasure of meeting you. Um, just tell us a little bit about your role, your experiences, maybe a couple of personal highlights that have mattered to you. Great. Well, any opportunity to wear my skull scarf is a fantastic opportunity. So thank you for choosing me for your Halloween uh, edition. So I'm Amy Morentic. I'm the president of Global Solutions. And what that is, is it's a group of, of four revenue driving businesses. It's the media business, our analytics business, e-com, growth consulting. So those are the four businesses that are revenue generating. And then I have a small but mighty solutions operations team that really are the wind beneath um, our wings and provide all of the data, working with the finance team to ensure that, uh, that we can do what we need to do every day. And the team is North America, uh, EMEA, and APAC. And we generate about $300 million of revenue um, for the company, and it's it's very high margin. So, um, and we've been experiencing double-digit growth, so very, very proud of all that the team has delivered. I live in Plymouth, Michigan. It's a small town about halfway between Detroit, Michigan and Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, where I went to college. I am married to my husband, Jeff, who runs the, it's called the Ford Blue business. Um, so everything that is a internally combusted engine for Ford Motor Company, he he runs that business. And we have three older children. We have a daughter, Chloe. Uh, Nate and Jack and our middle son, Nate, just got married a few weeks ago, which was literally one of the best days of my life. It was so fun. And um, as a family, we like to hike. Uh, my husband and I like to lift weights. We do a lot of yoga. And we used to have a bulldog named Tucker, who was the absolute center of our family. I think everybody in our family would say, who do you like the best? And we would all answer Tucker. So um, we miss him very much. And we're thinking about getting another bulldog, but um, but but who knows? Who knows when? Um, and then I spent some time at Ford Motor Company, and uh, I ran the Lincoln um business in China, which gave me the opportunity to live in China for three years, which was incredible. And then before coming to Circana, I was at Google for several years where I had the chance to work with our CEO, Kirk Perry. Well, that's fantastic. First and foremost, if you do get a new bulldog, you have to send us all a picture because <laughs> if there's a puppy bulldog, um, I'm pretty sure everyone will want to see that. But that's adorable. Yeah. So adorable. Oh, I'm a sucker for puppies. But um uh, we all are, are very aware of your incredible resume, really. And, you know, I think that everybody is amazed by that. Now, coming from where you're coming from, Ford has incredible satisfaction numbers. They're at a 78% satisfaction on Glassdoor. Google, I mean, of course, is known for its culture. So what was your experience like working at these places? And how will that influence your how you, how you drive culture in Circana? 
Yeah, that, you know, it's it's such an interesting question. I, I literally thought I was going to be at Ford my entire career. Um, that was always my plan. I never thought I would leave. And, you know, when you're at a company, you take both the good and the bad, right? Because there's some parts of culture that are incredible. There's some parts that are not so great. And at Ford, the culture was very much we are a family, right? We were owned primarily by the Ford family. We knew we could never be be taken um, via IPO or we could never be purchased because the family had the voting stock. Um, but the entire time I was there, we were a company that was going out of business because our market share was declining and everything was a crisis. So no matter what you were working on, it had to be done yesterday. Um, it was a crisis. We were constantly working weekends. Meetings would start at 6.30 a.m. We'd still be going at 7 p.m. And we very much played defense. Um, it was an incredible time when Ford hired a new CEO. His name was Alan Mulally. And I encourage you, if you ever have an opportunity to listen to anything that he does, the books that he has written with some of his colleagues, um, any podcasts or anything that he does, I, I highly, highly recommend it. He is an incredible leader. He calls himself um, a servant leader where he's there to serve the organization. Um, but he is all about collaboration and working as a team to solve problems. And when he came into Ford Motor Company, he completely changed the culture from silo-based, what's in it for me, to collaboration-based, what's in it for us. And he took the company from losing billions to making billions in a very short period of time. And having the opportunity to work for him and learn from him um, was something that was so influential in, in my leadership behavior and in, in my career. Then I moved to Google. And Google was all about offense. Google was all about growth. Um, I remember moving to Google thinking, nobody's playing any defense here. It's all about offense. It was very much a company of abundance and their mantra was do no evil. And um, it was interesting. I was there for their first round of layoffs and their layoffs were very inconsistent with their culture. And it was quite traumatic. And I've been part of layoffs many, many times at Ford. Um, but the way the layoffs were done at Google, because it was so inconsistent with their culture, um, made it very, very challenging. And it's it's very interesting. It's kind of like as a human, you have your authentic self. Um, when you are inconsistent with your authentic self, things get very, very challenging for you and others around you. And that's really what happened at Google. I have to say, I, I love that, that being inconsistent with your authentic self is what causes issues. That's actually quite a beautiful way to live. I love that. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, wow. Okay. So that was real philosophical. I mean, now just getting into now your present time, I suppose, as one of your, one of our fresher ELT members, um, what has stood out to you most about being here, about our culture at Circana? Well, you know, I'll I'll start a little bit with what I feel I can do to help drive culture at Circana. Um, you know, culture is driven by a collection of the whole company. Not not one person can drive culture. One person can influence, like Alan did at Ford Motor Company. But from my perspective, what I can do is have clear objectives for my team, so they know exactly what's expected of them. Understand what motivates my team, so I can fill their cup. Right. Our teams are working incredibly hard here. And a lot 
a lot of things are emptying their cup. So how can we help? How can I help fill their cup? And sometimes it's as simple as I need to listen to people complain. Sometimes I need to fix things. Sometimes I need to defend my team. Sometimes I need to inspire excellence. Um, I need to set very high expectations, but make sure that I do it with kindness. And the most important thing is that my team knows that I have their back and that we all win together. Now, when I look at Circana, some of the things that surprise me a bit is how we love a good Hail Mary, as opposed to a plan to say what you are going to do and then do it repeatedly over and over again. Um, so that concept of Hail Mary, it feels good when it goes right, but it's always nice to have a consistent plan that that uh, that we can fall back on. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it really is. It's risky. But um, so, you know, we talk about your team mm -hmm. and how powerful they are and what they need and wanting to support them, which, again, goes with the philosophy that the person here matters. And that's a really beautiful understanding of it. So now when, when we first reached out to you in order to do one of these con culture conversations, the, one of the first things you mentioned was the pride that you have in your team and wanting to share the great work that they had been doing. And honestly, that touched my heart. And I want to give you that opportunity to do that now. So I guess my question to you here is, is your team showcasing a specific behavior that we value here at Circana that we can try to emulate or look toward? You know, I, 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 I am so incredibly proud of my team. You know, when I, when I first came in, there was something on the OGSP that said, fix the media business. And I said, no, the media business doesn't need to be fixed. It's been growing double digit for the last five years with double digit margins. That's incredible performance. As an outsider coming in, that is incredible performance. Now we can accelerate media growth. We can expand the media business, but the word fix, I will not use in my vocabulary. Um, so that was removed from the OGSP. So when I when I look at my team and, and don't get me wrong. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to do better. There's always room to delight our customers more. Um, but when I look at the performance of the team and some of the things that's gone right, I look at the RCDC loyalty card pool that was built since 2017. It is best in industry. And as a result of that, we have a thriving audience business that is growing double digits at double digit margin. I look at our measurement business. It will be over 50 million this year. And what makes that business so challenging is it really is a shared business between three different organizations. Nobody wakes up every day and thinks of measurement. It's it's a sliver of everybody's job. Some of the media team has it. Some of the delivery team has it. Some of the product team has it. Data science has it. It's very difficult to run a business when it's split between three different organizations, yet it's a business that continues to grow and do very well. I look at the analytics business, it will be over an $80 million global business this year. And we have built trust with our clients and we're innovating with our new products like Always On Analytics. And then our little e-com business, which is not so little anymore, double digit growth, it will be almost 40 million this year and it is best in industry. 
We have a small growth consulting business. It's a consistent about 10 million a year, but after an engagement, clients are effusive and they're so excited about the engagement. And I've sat next to clients where they've talked about um, how thrilled they were with the work that that growth consulting team is doing. And then we have the small, I said earlier, but mighty solutions operations team that really support our ability um, to run this $300 million business. So, you know, when I think about the team and and I have this opportunity to lead this incredible team, I'm very proud. And again, we can always do better. We can always innovate more. But it's really good to take it, take a bit of time and celebrate and say thank you to the team for all that hard work. Well, hearing hearing all that is number one, beautiful, beautiful. But it almost gives me an idea of what the answer to the next question is going to be. <laughs> Considering you know what what a wonderful person you are and how how you're speaking so well. Um, but as tradition dictates, I must ask you, which of our circana behaviors would you say is your superpower and why? You know, it, when I when I was looking through all of them, I, I find myself, I find areas of each one that I really like and inspire me. But when I think about what my superpower is, I think really it's commit to each other. Um, I'm all about continuous learning. I'm all about focusing on growth. It's one of the reasons I came to Circana when Kirk reached out and talked about the growth ambitions of this organization. And, you know, having the ability to ensure the team is in a place where they can succeed, you know, focusing on their well-being and filling their cup. So I think that's that's my superpower. Um, what I hope for my team, you know, a year from now, um, our superpower is center on the client. I talk a lot about client obsession. How do we solve our clients' problems? You know, I remember interviewing with Kirk for the Google role. And I remember telling him, Kirk, I'm not a salesperson, I'm a problem solver. And when we solve our clients' problems, we have clients for life. Yeah, we do. And I, I was right. I I knew you were gonna <laughs> pick commit to each other just because you really it's 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 inspiring to have somebody like yourself on our team now because really you are clearly a driver of culture and it's just so thrilling to see where we're going to go particularly particularly with our merger and where we are heading towards our future it's it's so exciting to see it well, I'm so happy to be here I I feel very I feel very lucky I feel very happy um that I have the opportunity to be here and work with an incredible ELT uh, as well as um, all of our partner teams. We have great well, people here. We have you know, great people here. We really do. I'm relatively new myself, and I have just had the most thrilling time meeting these people. You know, I love coffee chats with people. I love getting to know people. So to hear that I'm feeling it, you know, he, here on my team, just as an analyst, and you as the ELT, it's clearly trickling down. And that is really, it's a magical thing when you really think about it. That's a great thing to be able to have in a company in today's day and age. Um, okay, so those are all my questions. However, we of course are now going to step into the fishbowl, which oh. is a bit of fun. And these are questions that are sent in from actually across the globe. Um, Lisa's been doing it for a little while, uh, and we are going to get into it now. Um, so now we have a fishbowl, but today, because it's a Halloween theme, we are going to go pumpkin picking. And I've made 
little pumpkins for us to pick. Um, so let's see. Okay, so your decorations are very festive, by the way. Well, thank you. <laughs> My daughter told me I better put some of those back because I took some from her room. Oh. Okay, so we have our first little pumpkin. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay, so this question comes, comes from James Warriner. If you could be any historical figure, who would you choose and why? Oh, that's such a great question. I love that question. Good job, James. John Glenn. Okay. Okay, first... I know this about you because... <laughs> I am a very big space person myself. So tell me why. <laughs> you know, um, my dream was always to be an astronaut from the time I was three. It's what I wanted to do. I went to college um, to be an aerospace engineer. And, you know, I found out my senior year um, after barely making it through aerospace school uh, that being an astronaut is something you do once in your life. It's not a career. And um, yeah, it kind of crushed my dreams, but I still. You know, I still have this dream that someday I'll have the opportunity to go into space. But I mean, can you imagine being John Glenn and um, living that life and and doing what he did? And I, I don't know. I just that's who I would be. That's you who know, I, would be. I am so thrilled that you said that. I was thinking Sally Ride. <laughs> well, I, I love Sally Ride, too. Um, but there's something amazing about being the first. Not not the first woman, but the first. First. No, that has nothing to do with it. The first. Yes, the I first. agree. Well, if you ever, if we ever need to go visit a client in space, I will come with you. I will do I that with you. That's it. Picking my phone. Okay, let's see. Ooh, we have a spooky question. What was the best Halloween costume you ever were or saw on someone else? Oh, I'm almost embarrassed uh, to say this. Um, but when I lived in China, um, culturally, you you have to become part of their culture. Right. You can't expect to go in and bring your own culture when you're in another country. And one of the things that they do um, for Chinese New Year is they we had a competition where we would perform and compete as different teams. And it, it was quite a competition. And um, they told me I was going to dress up as Marilyn Monroe and sing happy birthday to Lincoln the way that she sang happy birthday, Mr. President. And I know this isn't necessarily Halloween-ish, but it was a costume. And they actually brought people in um, that did our hair, our makeup, our costume design, our, all the things, all the things. I looked exactly like Marilyn Monroe, all the way down to a 3D mole that I had. And um it was crazy. I mean, my team, it, it was Hollywood was was our shtick that we did. So we had Elvis's, we had Cleopatra. I was Marilyn Monroe and everybody looked incredible. So mine was Marilyn Monroe, even though it wasn't totally Halloween. Fantastic. Yeah. 
wow, that's incredible. Yeah. How, and down to the detail. And and I'm not a singer, but I did do it because it was the right thing to do. Good for you. Well done, you. Okay, we have one more. Okay. All right, so this is from Kimberly Kaplan. What are you binge watching right now? Or what was the last series you watched and enjoyed? Oh, I'm I'm watching Beckham right now, the Netflix Beckham documentary. And um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm just loving their whole story. I, it's a little bit of pop. It's a little bit of sports. It's a little bit of music. It's all the things. And um, yeah, it's making me very happy right now. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. So thank you so much that that is that is all i have for you for today and honestly it was it was an honor to be able to work with you today and chat with you and lean into the halloween season um thank you so much and and we're really looking forward to everything that we see here thank you kimberly it was really really great and i appreciate the halloween thing <laughs> have a great yeah, rest of your day time. you too bye bye